And it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's some, <laughs> some right, some right faff, but we'll, we'll chat about that another time. Um, <clears throat> are you ready to roll? Uh, yes. Are you ready to roll? I am. I've got coffee. I'm good. I've got a lovely water. Oh, you and your lack of hot beverages. Why do I even Sometimes. let you on the show, Jack? Three years since you were last on this show. Has it really been three years? Yeah. Okay. So I did a I did a check because I was like okay. I was trying you to figure, ask. Well, look, I was trying to figure out how I was trying to figure out if you'd been on more than once. Okay. And I was like, no. I, I was I, in my head. I was certain we'd done more than one, and I think it was because we intended to do one when you we kept talking about birthday. It. Yeah, yeah. And then we were hungover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like, right, okay, I'll check. So I looked it up. And it, it was May 2017. So, well, three years, yeah. Yeah, it was three years. And you were the first wow. guest I had on the podcast. Really? Yeah, you were the first person I had on the podcast. It was you, and then it was Dan Wilcox. And we, we, ours was the I first. I thought one. Dan was before me for some reason, but no. oh, well, that's, I feel special now. You are special, man. You like, you yeah. the first person who was willing to sit down and chat to me. You essentially, I set the standards. And what did. has that done for you? I mean, essentially, we I figured out the format in that episode. Because like, if you recall, I had no idea what I was going to do, mm. and then do we you know? no, like, it's still like it's pretty pretty open as a show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, the, that's the that's the beauty of it. Um, and I remember, like, it went really well. We we it was topic jumping, and we jumped yeah. from topic to topic. Yeah, and then when I. I watched the video back and I turned it black and white and we gradually just disappear throughout the entire video because the lighting <laughs> just drops <laughs> like so much through the entire thing. Well, now I'm like Ridley Scott back, backlit. Yeah, you're so. backlit now. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so. doing slightly bad. I've got a nice little, little fade going. I if I lean forward, I get blended back. It's like a mirror image. Um, but I've been like, I've been trying expanding like how to record these as well. Um, so I did one last week with brad and charlotte because mm-hmm. um, this seems to be the way like i was doing really well i had like brand new guests throughout the start of the year and then ever see everyone into lockdown and then since then i've only had guests who i've had on previously so i had matt <laughs> i recorded zoom with matt um brad and charlotte i had them sat outside my window oh brilliant okay and that's I, I pretty good a mic outside my window and they sat in my back garden and we did one through the window like that's lovely screen protected <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I guess if you had a lot of people on twice and now you've had me on twice, this should be the last one. It could you be. You bookended the whole thing. Just end it. No, might as well. well you know. Maybe I'll make it my goal to say something, which means you have to make this the last one. <laughs> 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 By ruining your professional career. I mean, it's been like, what? So this would be like episode 123. That's a lot. One, two, three. Look at that. Two, three, yeah. Um, and I was like, because I was like, I look at other podcasts and I see how many episodes they've done. And I, I try to figure out where where they took off. So, like, okay. what one of the podcasts I look at is the last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've gone back through theirs because I, I I like going back and viewing like all their serial killer stuff. And recently mm-hmm. went back to as far as I could go back on Spotify, which is like episode one hundred and forty or something like wow. that. Um, and now, yeah, like they're on like episode 600 or something stupid now because they do one like every week. 
Yeah. And they've never stopped. And then they do side stories as well. And it's just like yeah. a load of extra stuff. And it's really cool to see how theirs kind of modified as it went on. Like, because mm-hmm. they script theirs. Um, so they like, yeah, they got better at writing scripts. They got better at like doing little bits and bobs. And I look at mine and mine's pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there will come a turning point where you have like some kind of revelation and then it'll be all over Spotify? And... I honestly don't know. I feel like this is... This is Hard a, to predict, really, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like this is a very niche podcast. Yeah, but that was always the intention, right? Like, Yeah. I mean, you're talking to literally talking to people you know. Well, not always, but... Um, I, I like it. The way I think of it, and I think what a couple of people have said to me, is I, I think of it as like, it's almost like you're um, like earwigging on someone else's conversation. It doesn't matter who they're talking to. Yeah, what I like about it um, is uh, it represents. Uh, this, okay, this is going to sound weird because I am a straight white male uh, <laughs> in his early thirties, but it represents a demographic more in terms of like um, my personal experiences and like uh, economic background and stuff. It represents people that I relate to a lot, okay. partially because I know some of them, and I get yep. to hear. Uh, so it represents a demographic that I don't actually get to hear from that often, if that makes sense. Weirdly enough, in uh, the podcast sphere, anyway. Like, I heard I all the guys like, things. this is the working man's podcast. <laughs> uh, I also wouldn't quite go that far. <laughs> but it is like, it's people that I can relate to. I mean, it doesn't hurt that half of it's like people that have working experiences that have been similar to mine due to how we know each other and stuff. So. But it, and, and it's a play, you know, you speak to a lot of people uh, from a city that I used to live in. <laughs> also yeah. helps. But I think, it is I, the, I think the age and sort of the, it is the, the like the political background of people and, and the economic background, which is something that I don't get to hear from actually that often. Yeah. Um, it, I, yeah. Think, I think it's one of those things like, I always like the idea of it because, yeah, I'll say, like, I like it. The way I kind of envision it is like, especially when it's like the two person setup, it's like, it's either two friends meeting or it's two strangers meeting and you're, you're just, you just sat watching that conversation. So it was almost like yeah. you're, in it, you're in that conversation, yeah. but you, you're just not making any comments about it. Um, mm. Which is, yeah, but I realized that it's a podcast like your, format, that's quite niche. <laughs> that's, that is true. But I quite like your solo ones as well, because like they can get quite introspective and it's quite refreshing to hear the inner workings of someone. You know, you don't get to hear it often. It, you realize when you're listening to it, you're like, oh, I don't know if like uh, things do get that personal that often. So I've enjoyed a lot of those as well. Okay. Some of them I fucking hate, Graham. So. <laughs> this is a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I feel like, especially like, especially, there's been like a real range of with the type of people who listen to it since mm-hmm. we started. Um, just being like, there's people who listen to the solo ones. Yep. And there's people who listen to the guests. Okay. It's very rare I find someone who listens to everything. Okay. Because it is, yeah, which I can appreciate. Quite different. Yeah, like I, you know, my like my brother's a great example. He's like, I don't listen to your solo podcasts because it's just you rambling for thirty minutes and you don't really have an endpoint. And I was like, yes, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going for, man. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't worry about it. Um, but he'll listen to the guest ones because it's like, yeah, it's mm. interesting, like random people. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a, it's maybe been you should fun. branch them off into two separate things. I mean, they kind of are. Yelling, yelling at concrete guests. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at concrete after dark. 
yes, that's so weird. So the, the last episode I recovered by Charlotte um, is called the uh, the Late Show with Graham. Brilliant. I went. I just like causing discussion and stuff. Are you still enjoying it? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess think, so because you're doing it. But yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm like if I have a project, if I stop enjoying it, I'll still stop doing it. Same with anything I do. Same with like the daily streams I've been doing during lockdown. Um, doing like a drawing every day, sitting and chatting to people. It's like it gives people that outlet, which is what I wanted to give them. So they can get like kind of a bit of escape from isolation and thirty minutes just to chill. Um, yeah. But yeah, if I if it became a hassle, if it became something which I was resenting doing, then I just I'd call it a day. Yeah, which I think is I think that's true of anything you do. I think if you get to a point where you you're turning up every day and you you hate it, that's when you need to move on. Yep, and relate. Yeah, have related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that's, that's that's life, isn't it? You know, you, you don't turn up every day and to just, recognize that though. Yeah, like, I think it takes a lot to recognize that though. So I say, yeah, yeah. Some people just depends on what you're doing as well. It's yeah. uh, hard to do when it's a thing that pays your bills. That's well, yeah, that's you know, some people are trapped <laughs> in it. In, in, you know, life and obligations and, and things like but that. But when it comes to podcasts that you're doing for for. For shits and gigs, it's a bit easier. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think. T- I mean, at times I thought about changing format. Yeah, and then I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, man. Go, let's go down in flames a little bit. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if you're enjoying it, then I think seeing as you're the person who has to be there every time, that's yeah. probably the, the the key thing. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not. I'm not going to sit down and. Uh, and like like it, i would hate for it to become this thing where like you know like when you have like tv shows and they get guests and essentially the hosts don't decide the guests yeah like they're they're given a guest and be like you're going to talk to this guy for 20 minutes you know yeah uh, i'd hate that because it'd yeah. be like okay i'm essentially just your puppet now mm. whereas because i decide the guests and the guests decide the topic i can take that topic wherever the fuck i want <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, As we did last time. Yeah, like we topped junk a lot last time. We did, uh, yeah. Well, you you suggested a topic this time. <laughs> uh, when pressed to do so, uh, I was hoping that it wouldn't happen again. <laughs> I love I that. Like, when... like, go on. I was, I was just, I love that. When I gave you a topic, it was almost like there was a panic in your head, and you yeah. just, you said the first word which came to your mind. Yeah. Which which was ghosts. Which was ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I say ghosts a lot because I think it's a good answer to most things. Um, oh, that's like me in Spain. It's it's what? Do you say Spain a lot? Yeah. So if someone asks you for a quiz answer, Spain. <laughs> 90% of the time it's going to be Spain. Oh, okay. That's yeah, my theory. Okay. Yeah. Do you like talking about Spain though? Do you have no, an interest in Spain? I know nothing about Spain. Just say Spain. If you were at a pub quiz and someone was like, there was a battle in 1964, where did it happen? Probably Spain. Spain. We were, there was a constitution written in the 1800s. Where was it written? Spain. Where's this guy from? <laughs> Spain. Everyone's from Spain. <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah, that's good. I don't know if, well, yeah, I probably do use ghosts like that. Although they also fascinate me okay so have we talked about ghosts much before because i talked to people about ghosts a lot so after i said it i was like well we've probably covered this topic anyway in general conversation i don't i honestly don't think we do i don't discuss ghosts a lot i discuss well, ghosts me and matt have discussed ghosts yeah 
because uh, he has a theory. I'm here. This should become a ghost podcast. It could be a ghost. I mean, I've done serial po- killer podcast recently, which was with, with Verena. We discussed serial killers in The Sims. Um, but it was, a good, it was a good combination. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was a tough What does Matt think about ghosts? What's so his Matt, theory? Matt has a theory about ghosts, which I probably, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. But his theory is that ghosts are solar powered. Okay. Which is why you don't see them in the daylight, because they're recharging and they're invisible and they're made of light. So they recharge in the day and then at night they glow, which is why you see them. And it's also the only way they can keep going because energy can't be destroyed. It has to come from somewhere. So therefore they're solar powered. That's the goodest theory as any. That's that's his solar theory. Um, But yeah, in terms of ghosts, I don't really... really... We've not discussed ghosts. No. Oh. I mean, mean, yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? No. No. I don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> okay, but what I do believe... So, Okay, so my favorite thing about ghosts is that ghosts unequivocally aren't real. They don't exist. They can't exist. But people are scared of them, which is fascinating. Like, <laughs> how badass are ghosts that they don't even have to exist and they exert more influence and power than I ever could hope to in my whole entire life? Your, your hope for your entire life is to scare people. <laughs> not necessarily, but the influence they... I mean, I'm not going to have TV shows where... What was her name? Yvette Fielding runs around old asylums oh, yeah, listening yeah. to me yeah. tapping on walls and stuff, you know? But there's a whole... That's, a, that's an industry built up around something that literally doesn't exist. Okay, I'll play devil's advocate slightly. Go on. Why can they never exist? Uh, well, uh, they don't... It's. <laughs> you, I mean, you, this is the thing. You, you're saying it's impossible, and I just give you a theory about okay. how ghosts could exist. You're right, and as I said it, I was like, I shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to get picked up on the fact that ghosts exist. So I should quantify it by saying that I don't believe that ghosts can exist. Okay. I'm I, okay. Sure, maybe they could. I don't know enough about anything to say why they definitely couldn't exist, but. I mean, why don't you believe in ghosts? Because they don't exist, right? I don't believe in ghosts, but I feel... So my, my theory of ghosts is I don't believe in ghosts because I don't believe in a soul. Okay. And most ghosts, or well, most theories about ghosts are about like uh, stuff not dying and stuff not passing on. Um, but I also think energy can be destroyed and eaten in other ways. Like, I don't know how to prove it, but... Essentially, like my my whole view is, like, I don't believe in a soul. I believe that we're we're just kind of accidental bags of meat. So when you stop, you stop. You stop. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the, that's that's the stopping point. I I think I would never go to the such a length to say it's impossible. But I don't think <laughs> yeah. what is possible would be what we think as a ghost as being. Yeah, I I was being hyperbolic, yeah. and obviously <laughs> ghosts. Uh, don't really have any uh, definition because they don't. I mean, what is a ghost? What does that mean? Well, this it's, is the it's thing. nothing. I was so like looking can... up top ten ghosts, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, give me that list." <laughs> and I was give me, like, "Go the top three. The top well, three ghosts. Ghosts are like. I mean, I'm going on LiveScience.com as well. Oh well, shit. There we go. Then it already um, knows more than I do. They don't like the fact that I'm using AdBlocker. <laughs> Neither do I, you dick. I mean, you know, I can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right, we're going to... Can you give it, me, like, a clue first? Maybe I know them. 
Okay, so I'm going to leave out the ones which are pop culture ghosts because I've just scrolled down and noticed that it mentioned Casper. And I'm like, yes, Casper is the best ghost, but... That doesn't count. That's not a yeah, that doesn't count. ghost. Like, no um, one thinks Casper exists. It definitely exists. I've seen the film. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, no, we'll get on to this point. In, in fact, <laughs> Casper, just to, just to sidetrack, you re- do you remember the Casper film? Yeah, yeah. All right. Do you remember the end of the Casper film where they sing the Casper the Friendly Ghost song? Not so much, no. I okay. remember the song, but not right. in that film. So you know like how every Disney Pixar film ends with like a song now? They all get yeah. like they get together, don't they? And there's like usually a musical number at the end of the song, and that like caps off the movie for you, blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. And they sure. most people equate that to Shrek. Okay, the, the end of the first Shrek film, they sing. I can't remember what the song is, but they they sing a song together. A donkey sings it, and blah blah blah. Um, but in Casper, that happens, and that was their first film with like a musical number at the end of it. Well, I don't think. Okay, this really is sidetracking. I don't know if you can equate Casper to being like the invention of music in cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Or musical numbers at the end of... I'm saying he is the invention of the trope in the animated film. Okay, I mean, but also Casper's a live-action film, for the most part. Uh, See, that's the amazing thing. (laughs) Right, you think about if they made Casper now, it wouldn't be a live-action film, would it? They made sequels to that film that were fully animated. Yeah, everything was yeah. animated. I mean, the series right. was animated. They would not yeah. make that film now. But now, back then, they were like, no, we're going to get the guy from Independence Day, throw him in with uh, Cat Stevens or whatever face it was. Can't remember her name. Cat Stevens. <laughs> 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 character was called Cat. <laughs> just ultimately yeah. went Cat Stevens. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but yes. It's not like, it's not Girl Who Played Wednesday, is it? Yeah. Christina Ricci? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. Christina Ricci. Yeah, throw it on Christina Ricci. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> back to my top ten list. Of said, come on, come on, come on. We've got to stay on the topic at hand. We can't do this again. <laughs> it was liable to happen, though, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> at least there was a ghost connection. There was a ghost connection. Okay, so the first one on the list is um, King Hamlet. So again, we're skipping over that one. Um, is, that, is, that the, is that number one? Is that the top ghost? Well, this is the annoying thing. It's one of those top ten lists which doesn't give things a number, so it's just listed them. Okay. It's right. just a list of 10 ghosts. Um, okay. Get your shit together, life science. Sort, yeah, sort out. Like, no, yeah, like, just get, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we're trying to run a podcast here and you can't provide me with a decent list about ghosts. Okay. Um, They're going to take you down after this. This is what's going to end it. <laughs> Ghost communities will come together. Hey, I get the views. <laughs> fuck it. I don't even monetize these videos. So. <laughs> How will you ever succeed making a podcast, Graham? I don't know. I don't charge for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> But I will get assassinated. Maybe. I still need, I still need a coffee sponsor. It's been three years and no, no coffee companies come out of the way. I don't blame them. Um, <laughs> okay, so first one. I feel like you, you might get this. Uh, if I was to say pirate ghost, what would you say? Uh, what, as a real ghost? Yeah. Like, know, like Blackbeard or something. I mean, he was a real person. That's well, like... yeah. Hence, he would produce a real ghost. <laughs> okay, the first one is the Flying Dutchman. I thought that was a boat. It is, but it's pirate ghost. Right? Oh, all right. I thought you were looking at ghost of a specific pirate. No. You didn't say ghost ship. That's a whole other genre, and I did not specify that as a topic. Ghost all ships right. are very real. Moving on quickly, that's another, this vague list of ten ghosts. As uh, We've discounted two. Hamlet's ghost, the Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman. Oh, yeah, apparently, that was see, uh, the first report was like from 1923. Yeah, it's not real. In South Africa, apparently. 
I feel like this one's like, see, this is saying like famous ghosts, but I've never heard of this one. <laughs> like so it's the bell, witch. yeah, yeah. I know the bell, Witch. what's all, how do you know the bell, Witch? Cause I read a lot about ghosts and witches. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, famous should mean I don't need to read anything. I'm just aware of what it is. Yeah, but they could do like, okay, now you think of something you don't know anything about, but it could be like the top 10 most famous, I don't know, Lego bricks. That's a bad one because you know some Lego bricks, but you know, you might be like, I've never <laughs> seen that Lego brick. I shouldn't have to know anything about it. Does that exist? I don't even fucking question my Lego brick knowledge, mate. Like, yeah, I, that was a really... you know, six dots and some fucking cube like that. All right, what do you know nothing about? Like, I don't know, top 10 uh, Asian dinosaurs, you know? I mean that's a that's a that's a niche right there. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Ghoster and Top the Bell Witch. The Bell Witch. Yeah. So what's the Bell? I don't know much about the Bell Witch, but okay. I'm going to read a little little blurb about it. Uh, so the events that allegedly happened at John Bell's Tenerife Farm. That's always a good start to a story, right? Allegedly. It's alleged because ghosts aren't real. I like that ghosts put or ghost story writers put in automatic get out clauses. Because <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> So the events happened between, believe it. <laughs> events happened between 1817 and 1821. Good year. You know, good couple of years there. Um, three years. So they've given themselves allegedly and put a three-year gap in just in case they can't place it within those years. Yeah. Um, it's said to be one of the most classic American ghost story tales. Classic. Um, Bell shot at a strange animal on his farm, but the creature disappeared before it could be harmed. Several weeks later, the Bell family was tormented by a ghost that made terrifying sounds, shook the house, and physically attacked Bell's daughter, Betsy. There you go. But I've never heard of it. Well, do you feel enriched now that you have heard of it? Not really, because it doesn't really make much sense. No, it doesn't make much sense. Like, I shot a random animal, which may or may not have been there, and then the house struck. I mean, I don't remember much of the detail. I mean, I've definitely listened to a whole podcast about the Bell Witch, so there is a lot more information than that bit there. I feel but... sorry for Betsy. That's what I'm taking yeah. from that story. Me too. Casper. Classic. Scroll past Casper. Yeah. I love the Casper. He was the first comic book movie, mate. <laughs> what year did that come out? Uh, 95. He definitely wasn't the first comic book movie. No. <laughs> Blade was before that, right? I don't know, actually. No, I think it was. Maybe that was 97? I mean, that soundtrack was early, like, 2000s. For Blade. Right. So that's got to be, like, late 90s, right? Also, there was, like, you know, Captain America movies in the 70s and stuff. So. Yeah, they don't really count, though, do they? Uh, uh, not for the purpose of you being right, no. Did they have a musical number at the end? I don't think no. <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, okay, so if you, I'll, I'll get you to guess this one. Uh, is saying a name into a mirror? No, I don't know. It's the Bloody Mary story? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say a name, Graham, because now we've done it. We would have done it twice if I had said it as well. <laughs> We'd be at risk. <laughs> it always just makes me think of the South Park, South Park episode with Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Mary's like, these are like, these are pretty rubbish ghosts, if you ask me. There's no date on this, though. Like, it doesn't say when it was first kind of, like, a thing. Because it, it isn't real. But it's I think... Something that's gonna be, it's so old, and so many people know it, that there isn't, like, someone wrote... It's not like Mary Shelley writing Frankenstein, and we can attribute it to that. No one, like, wrote Bloody Mary, and then 
it became well known. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's kind of, because you, you kind of hear some stuff like that. Like when you think of like Grimm's fairy tales mm. and you can trace even like, because that's like most people trace back to them and go, okay, that's as far back as you go. But if you look into them, they're all based on like old folklore tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can kind of track it. But Bloody Mary's just like, weird one. the best part of that is that like Candyman came out of it. That's very true. <laughs> Which is a stellar movie. Also, you can't, uh, the first person to like say Bloody Mary, we've done it like four or five times now, so there's yeah. a mirror above me, I'm pretty spooked. <laughs> the first time to do it into a mirror, like, died. So, so yeah, how did anyone even find, like, I don't know. they were just outside the door, just like, oh shit. There's probably said- countless deaths attributed to Bloody Mary where people have died in front of mirrors where they've assumed it's something else, because why yeah. would you think that? Just like, oh, what was Betsy doing? Uh, she was in the bathroom. I don't know. I just heard a shouting Bloody Mary, a, a mirror. And then we walked in and she was dead. Clearly a ghost situation, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely just didn't slit her own throat in front of the mirror. Like, yeah, uh, while drinking yeah. Bloody Marys. Yeah, maybe she, that was the thing. So we just really wanted a Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah, and then killed themselves. Yeah, back in uh, well, Now no, I need to know when the Bloody Mary was invented. <laughs> Bloody Mary drink origin. This is the part, like this is something I'm finding quite handy doing these. You can Google stuff. That I've got Google just like right here. Um, and when I did the one with Brett and Charlotte, I had an iPad because we did hypothetical questions. Okay. So I was reading hypothetical questions, but it was nice just having like reading material to just refer to. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the Bloody Mary is from like the 1940s, but I feel like I feel like that could have been when it originated. 1940s. No. Yeah. No. She's been killing for centuries. <laughs> Does she actually kill you, though? That's the thing. She probably has, like, a body count on her wiki page. Bloody Mary is a ghost of a woman who murdered her children. But that's all it says. So we named a drink after her. Yeah. Because we were, like, fuck, being scared. Branding. Let's drink it. <laughs> yes, fair enough. <laughs> Conky your fears. I was actually... I was, so I was watching... Um, was I watching? Watching or listening? I was listening to a thing about uh, Ed Gein the other day. Okay, yeah. And like the whole story about Ed Gein. Um, mm-hmm. And essentially like how he like he comes from like the tiniest town. So there was like 100 people max in this town. Um, and when they all found out about what happened, they all started making things called like Geinisms, which right. were like small limericks about Ed Gein. Okay. And it was essentially a reaction from them because they couldn't deal with the information they got. They started to make jokes about it. Yeah, and it was like, understandable. And that whole like drift into like dark humor, and essentially, and uh, like all of our dark humor is like English people and British people mm. comes from that of like, yeah, we we just we've never been comfortable with anything ever. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a good coping mechanism for most things, right? I can understand that, um, and definitely, yeah, in in. In the UK, in particular, it's definitely even more prevalent. <laughs> it is the trademark of us. Okay. Uh, I mean, how do you get over a family member's death? You, just, you eventually make a joke about it. Yeah, you, <laughs> joke about it. <laughs> you, you know, so you find out someone died, and you instantly it's like, yeah, just escaping the family, guys. You got to get a weekend, yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Um, all right. So, I mean, I, I kind of know the next one. Okay. Okay. It's, it's the Drury Lane ghost. Okay. I mean, I know I mean, Drury Lane. Yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing there's a ghost there. But then I feel like this is just a thing, because this is saying that it's the, the famous, uh, apparently there's several in Drury Lane. Well, that's already Tian. Yeah. Uh, but the one is a man in grey seen as a nobleman carrying a sword. 
Just be a guy. Could just be a guy. Well, I feel like that's a trademark of like old buildings where people just go, oh, yeah, someone saw a ghost here. Hundred percent, yeah. Every old building's like, this is haunted. Yeah. By by this thing for these reasons. The building I work in is like there's loads of ghosts in there apparently. I'm like, okay. People just say it's like when you see ghost photos and they're like, oh yeah, but it came from the 1912s. They didn't know about Photoshop. And I'm like, yeah, but also they know about how to process a fucking photograph. (laughs) Or just like take really grainy old photos because it's all they had. Yeah. Things that look like things or. I feel like the ghosting community. That sounds like a weird Tinder. Is that thing. a different thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. The ghosting uh, community. <laughs> we, need, we need a punny title which plays on the dating aspect of ghosting, but also the spiritual <laughs> nature. Of it. Um, I mean, we're saying ghosting ain't real, but <laughs> well, <laughs> amen to that, brother. All right. Um, I've completely lost my train of thought. You were talking about Victorian ghosts and What's cameras that? and the oh ghost yeah, so the cameras. Yeah, so the ghost community. Like, I feel like it's it's rife for trolling, right? Yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's you the kind of this ghost I saw. Like if I was a bored photo developer in the 1900s, I would have put so many dark splotches on photographs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 99 percent of ghost photographs. Yeah. are people who are like ah. Oh, so I make it look a little bit ghosty. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, well, well, what's this dark? I was like, I don't really know. It just came out when it was on the negative, mate. Can I see the negative? No. <laughs> the ghost took it. Why do you have a, a large vat of bleach next to that ne- negative? No idea, mate. <laughs> don't worry about. It. <laughs> <laughs> this one seems more like urban legend than anything else. Now this is more my jam. Okay, so the vanishing hitchhiker. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, uh, but that's also like that's not one ghost. That's these are all like ghost concepts. Yeah, They're like umbrella ideas of ghosts. But it's not like yeah. the ghost of old Jim who lives at number forty-three. There is a whole thing. So, like, where do you? Because I feel like ghost stories are a very eastworldly thing. Like in the U.S., ghosts exist for them. <laughs> They don't. As a concept. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, so they, there's a higher but, chance of people believing in ghosts. But we have like a lot more stories about it because we're older as a society. But they went heavily into urban legend, whereas we didn't really get into urban legend. We just went, no, it's paranormal. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Because like, America has less old buildings. Is this what you're... Yeah. You're getting at? Like, there's, less... like, there's a lot of stories of like, well, like back in the Old West and back in like pushing out... like early years they do a lot of like things about like mysticisms and what was like taking a foothold there's a great um thing about like vampire hunters back in the day mm-hmm. um but like anything we experience within our life we go oh yeah it was probably just like paranormal stuff like th- we automatically attribute it to mysticism whereas they go no it's urban legend and then it, it becomes something slightly i guess maybe more concrete but maybe bigger because they were trying to get away from that mysticism idea what do you, I mean, what is the difference between mysticism and urban legend in like this? What do you? I don't know. I feel like maybe it's that kind of like guy with a hook in his hand. Mm. Like that's ba- that's got a base in reality, right? That's got like a there's a guy with a hook in his hand and he prowls the night. Whereas to us, we'd be like, nah, that's hook ghost, mate. Fucking. <laughs> and what I guess like a lot of um, uh, ghost stories are there's no. Um, or less so anyway, you've got less sort of a, a, a moral compass element to a ghost story. There's a lot of urban legends have um, mm. 
you know, if you go necking down Lover's Lane, the hook guy will get you because there's... Uh, but maybe that's it. Like, I mean, we did... The, 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 uh, America was brought up by uh, religious fundamentalists that we kicked out of England. Yeah. So, <laughs> maybe there's another one of that to it. I guess um, like this have more of a... Uh, they have a story to them, or don't they? There's a, there's mm. a, whereas ghost stories like, shit, I saw a weird shadow. It's probably ghost. <laughs> we do like <laughs> so much from it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a level of like we just like to inject a little bit of chaos into everything of just like Maybe. yeah life's kind of boring what would make it more interesting well what if there was these things which we couldn't control and attacked people for literally no reason but ah well that I would mean, also it's like i mean <laughs> ghosts also come from like i mean if you're really looking into like the belief of ghosts then the, obviously that's tied into like uh, similar beliefs like an afterlife and things mm. a general a sense of like humanity's purpose on earth why are we here why do we die do we carry on beyond that can we carry on um do, does our energy transfer are there echoes of ourselves that still exist once the physical is gone so i understand where all that stuff comes from also like if you go into creepy places that are really dark it feels weird <laughs> so you're like <laughs> maybe there's a, a ghost <laughs> I, it makes me curious though, because like, obviously, which makes you in the US and the UK. But I, I, I'd be curious what somewhere like Russia, their take on ghost stories. Because they, like they, ghost stories. Well, like they have as well. Like they like in terms of like a history, we have a long history. They have a very long history. Their history is filled with a lot more death. <clears throat> like we have a lot. We have a history of murder. Like we go. We have a history of going other places and murdering yeah. them. Well, that's what yeah. we do. We like this is why. So when I went to Canada, all I discovered was that there is literally no place we haven't been and murdered someone. Like I didn't know too much about Canada's history, and then I went to the Canadian Museum and I was just walking around, just like, yeah, this is literally what we do as a society. <laughs> we turn up, we murder everybody, we inject our like fucking culture into everything, and then we leave. Um, and then <laughs> and then we get annoyed when they want to not be a part of it anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like Russia, like they've got a long history of death in their country. But I don't feel like they're very like I know they're very religious. There's a, there's a strong religious community in Russia, but I don't know if their mysticism is high on that. I I mean I kind of feel like Russian ghost stories and things are like a thing. I definitely, <laughs> but then I don't know much about Russia. I don't know why, but I feel like their ghost stories would be way more brutal. Oh yeah, I think they'd have like the best ghost stories. But I don't know if that's like a weird impression to have of just like the, like a weird like prejudice in my head where I'm just like, no, Russia, everything they do is just way harsh. Maybe. <laughs> like what are they I mean, doing? They're making croissants. Oh, are they metal croissants? <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone has ghost stories. I mean, like, like Japan has like yeah, a, a real industry yeah. for ghost stories. Like it's like it's such a big thing there. A lot of their folklore revolves around ghosts. Um, so What's it's definitely it? like part of the human condition, the the wondering about other other worlds and what happens to us. What I find interesting about Japan is that those their their idea of ghosts <clears throat> is quite a positive thing. Yeah, like a lot, a lot of their ghosts, are sort of part of they definitely seem there's a lot more of a there's more of a spectrum of ghosts. Yeah. in Japan, I get the impression of you got like there is a lot of um, got your goodies and your baddies. <laughs> Yeah, because well, they have that whole thing of like spirits and ghosts, don't they? It's like yeah. you know ancestors and that kind of thing. Whereas we yeah, yeah. we we went no fuck that. People only come back if they're bad. <laughs> yeah, or it's it's like it's spooky if they come back. It's yeah. something to be afraid of. Yeah, that's true. But then I mean that's that's a, then a whole other topic. I mean that is sort of different cultures' opinions on 
and uh, and views towards death in general like like we definitely it's not a good thing <laughs> over here you know you don't want to die and dying is bad and that's the end of everything and if ghosts come back then that's because something went wrong when they died or it's not extension of life it's not this first step on a new journey it's the end of everything i don't know it's weird as well like i don't feel i don't feel like as a society we're afraid of death in the uk no shit no i'd like that- I mean, obviously, I feel like there is like, people are afraid of death, but not in a sense of like we're going to like such an extreme to make death seem pleasant. Okay. I feel like we we accept it. We go, it's an inevitability, and therefore it's something which I want to avoid. But it's something which happens, and like we say, like we make jokes about it because we're uncomfortable with it. Whereas, like somewhere like the U.S., they are they are terrified of death because <laughs> they see death as like once you're dead it's worse like somehow i don't, don't know how, but, <laughs> you imagine, a ghost. yeah whereas like in japan they're like no death is just like it's natural it's just a part of life and therefore it's a positive thing yeah whereas we're just I mean, like think, yeah, we're just like no it happens yeah i think so i think i think culturally uh, the uk doesn't like to talk about death because no. we don't like it so we make black jokes about things because it's like we would rather inject a bit of humor into the situation and then pretend it didn't happen and never think about it again. Because yes, one day we are going to die, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> I like how we, we don't like to talk about death and yet we talk about it constantly as a society, whether we realize we do or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the minute, there's oh yeah, I there's mean, a, 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 a large umbrella. <laughs> how many how many Corona ghosts are going to come out of this? Like, uh, I feel like there's going to be a fair few... Think- People. I don't think you can leave a ghost behind afterwards. No? no. Corona eats that spirituality. But... Yeah, it's so powerful it kills the ghost as well. <laughs> it's, it, it weirdly plays into it. Like, Corona's like an invisible enemy. You can't, you know, and therefore people react how they would to ghosts. That's the thing which gets me. You know, like, when you see ghosts yeah. in films? Or, like, oh, yeah, not, like even, or... not even in films, just, like, when people talk about ghosts. And they're like, yeah, no, no, they're terrified. Oh, you see like the ghost story things and they like wander around empty houses. I'm like, okay, but no one's ever actually explained to me what a ghost is going to do. Yeah, this is why they don't exist, Graham, because they don't, if we had, if ghosts existed in the, in the numbers and ways that people think they do, we'd have far more quantifiable evidence and reasoning as to what the fuck a ghost wants. <laughs> what are they doing? Are they just weird energy echoes do, do they have a conscious uh, are they conscious do they have uh, wants needs and desires are they flawed human beings that are just looking for now i've just i've only just been reminded of the fucking ghost whisperer tv show which one was that is that the one that was in like the mid 2000s yeah it was it was that girl and she could see ghosts and they had unfinished business and then she helps them move on to the other side and then i mean that's why casper stays around right they have unfinished business yeah casper's unfinished business is weird like he can never really get over it because yeah. he can't grow up. Yeah, because he's a kid. It's actually really sad that he got like pneumonia and died. His dad. So I have loads of kid ghosts. But I don't get why his dad didn't become a ghost. I, because he had unfinished business. Well, I guess his business was pretty finished. But his whole business was trying to bring. His oh, son he was back. trying to bring Casper back. Yeah, no, he, sorry, did, yeah, he right. didn't manage that. He made his peace with it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the end. It was just like, <sighs> you know, no, what, I really it. gave him my best shot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, in a way though, like, I guess he did, he did it. 
he made his serum because they use it and he brings him someone back to life. He just could never find Casper. So in a way, Casper's to blame. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> I feel like we're digging far too. I mean, you, you might have found some plot holes in Casper. There is many plot holes in Casper. Okay, uh, so there's only two left, and one of them I got a discount because he's pop culture, so I can't can't include him. Why is it though? Slimer. Oh, for f- I, mean, I mean, Slimer is more ghosts. real than ghosts. To be fair, but then I also feel like Slimer isn't. He's not what I class as a ghost. He's literally a ghost. But he, he doesn't like to, to like you when you think of a ghost, a ghost is from like a former person, whereas Slimer is just slime. Slime. He's, a, he's an entity, isn't he? Isn't yeah. he like created from a, the, 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 the sense of consumption or something ridiculous like that? Yeah, he's not so, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm calling Ghostbusters ridiculous. I don't know why I'm like having a go at it. It's fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> Bill Murray, get your shit together, man. Like, Jesus. <laughs> okay, uh, so the last one on this list is The Murdered Peddler. Ooh, that sounds spooky. I like this one. It does. It's got a little bit of information about it, so I'll read that as well. Hey, please. Oh, no so, one day in the early 1840s in Hydesville, New York, a young peddler arrived at the home of Mr. and Mrs. Bell, a solid New York name in the 1840s. Of the Bell Witch? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, that happened to, to Mr. Tennessee. Um, so uh, to, to sell his wares, he was invited into the home by Bell's housekeeper and in fact stayed for some days. Who the fuck does that? A guy sends up to your house to sell you a window, and you're like, "No, nah, mate, come in. Come on, stay, stay a couple of days. You buy one, you get one free." <laughs> Imagine listening to him. Two like, days. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, the maid was surely dismissed from service, uh, but abruptly rehired a week later. It's a weird detail. Yeah, that is a weird detail. Um, so he, he, oh, oh no, so so yeah, that the housekeeper invited him in. And then oh, she and was then fired. she was booted out because for doing that. Oh, a week later, she was rehired. Because so I couldn't she, get any cleaning done. Yeah. Um, the peddler was gone, but many of his items were now in use in Belle's kitchen. The maid thought little of it until she began experiencing strange ghostly phenomenon, only to find out from the peddler's ghost that, in fact, he had been murdered in her absence. Okay, at least this was a story told by two two sisters named Maggie and Katie Fox, who claimed to communicate with the ghost. Years later, the sisters admitted it had all been a hoax and there was no murdered peddler, and the spirit communications had been fake. Still, the sisters have inadvertently founded a religion called spiritualism, which yeah. is practiced today, and the murdered peddler is the only fake ghost whose presence started a real religion. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm that, okay, I'm familiar with those sisters who were like, yeah, we speak to spirits, and basically everything we've got about speaking to spirits comes from them, who then years later were like, no, we faked the whole thing. I have no, I've never even heard of that. I mean, I've yep. heard of spiritualism, but I've never heard of like... they would like travel around the country, they had like a, a show that went with it, they would speak to ghosts. Basically, you know, they were like what Derek Akora did, but on a grand scale, and made loads of money for it, and then they were like, no, this was bullshit. And I, like, I like that story. This is why ghosts sound real. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like, I like that story. Like, that has got some nuances to it. That's a creepy little tale. Yeah, like I'd read it as a short story. I wouldn't not, think it was real, but it's not like yeah. It's it's more like um like flash fiction. Yeah, like, that kind of thing. Maybe that's all it was back in the day. People were just writing flash fiction, and they didn't have anywhere to submit it to. <laughs> <laughs> You've solved it. That's all the ghost stories ever. If someone could have invented like short stories and publishing back in the day, we wouldn't even have ghosts. We just have good writers. 
Anyone Somebody who writes stories wasted their time on something like folklore, and it never got anywhere. Yeah. Grandpa Elias was just telling tales, spinning tales at the fireplace. He could have been a published <laughs> author. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You just uh, uh, sort of uh, right place, wrong time. Right place, wrong time. That's going to be my excuse when I die. <laughs> Do you need an excuse when you die? I feel like For what? what? <laughs> I think I've told enough well, people that I want to live forever, so I need an excuse when I eventually die. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. But like, if you have unfinished business, you'll come back as a ghost. Hopefully. I mean, I'd want. In a way, I feel like when I get to my later years, on my twilight years, uh, I'll just start making unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, just like just in just in case. Just like I'm put, definitely the amount, the amount of things I always have going that I want to do or want to read or want to you know whatever. There's going to be some unfinished business. It depends what unfinished business is because, like, could you just buy like an ethics kit and then just never complete it? Just don't do it. Just I like take you... it out of the box, assemble one piece, put it to the oh, yeah. side, and be like, I'm I think, that's it. I think that if, one you, day. if you start it, yeah, then it counts. It like puts that little check mark in the timeline and goes, Graham started this. He was yeah, going to build the bus for speed. Quest log. Um, he, he painted the little Keanu Reeves, and that's about <laughs> as far as he got. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess I guess these are unfinished business. And then when I'm really a ghost, I can never finish it because I can't pick it up. That's true. Unless you put enough like will into it. Sometimes ghosts can. Well, ghosts can um, move things, right? They sometimes like knock things over. Only some ghosts, though, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's like there's no rules. Unless it's just loads of difference. Maybe ghosts are as varied as the humans they come from. Because that's the whole yeah. thing with Casper. Because he he can't touch stuff. Well, he cooks breakfast. Oh. That film makes no sense. But then he puts his hand through her. <laughs> well, I think some ghosts can do it like at will. All right, okay, that's convenient. <laughs> well, if you really want breakfast, you'll you'll get breakfast cooked. No, saying that, like that that whole scene told me what Sunnyside Down eggs are. And actually, yeah, that's probably where I got. <laughs> they are a revelation. It's a big um, conversation about eggs. He's <laughs> like, "Well, how do you like it?" He's like, oh, "Sunnyside Down." I'm like, what the down. and he flips it over I'm like it makes perfect sense the sun is side down <laughs> do you know what that's how I always cook eggs and I think I prefer it the other way but I always cook eggs that way <laughs> <laughs> so you you go out of the way to ruin your breakfast <laughs> yeah yeah I'm starting to realise <laughs> well I don't trust it not flipped. Yeah. We just—I mean, your self-destructive attitude doesn't have to go into like this—the food you eat on a daily basis, where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what? This breakfast is going to be fantastic. It'd be a shame if someone ruined it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Well, yes, perhaps you're right. Maybe I'll try and uh, curtail that particular. I mean, it is harder to make sunny side up eggs. I don't trust them. You don't trust them. Well, because I feel like if like I feel like they're going to steal their wallet, or like <laughs> no, no, it's just like you're guaranteed to get a bit of cooking on both sides, so it is yeah. going to be a cooked egg. But the trick is to do it for like ten seconds, so you've still got the yolk intact. Well, the trick is you when you flip it over, you turn off the the the, the hob. God, you're a fucking genius. Because the pan's still hot, so you take it off the hob, it'll still cook the underside, and then by the time you've done your bread and whatnot, you just flip it out onto the thing, and then you still got to run it That's amazing. That's amazing. I don't cook eggs that much. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) Well, I cook them now more than I ever used to. What I mean is that my egg cooking ability is probably quite new. Okay. So I've not learned these tips. I discovered recently, fairly recently, that I've been doing scrambled eggs badly. 
most of my I, life. I don't even know how to make scrambled eggs. Okay, so scrambled eggs are fairly simple as a meal, but I've been cooking them the same way my parents cook them for my entire okay. life. And then How's I was that? recently watching Bon Appetit and discovered that how to make better scrambled eggs. And I was like, oh, I'll give that a go. So the way my parents make scrambled eggs is you, you take eggs and you take milk, crack them into a bowl, whisk it all together, throw it into a pan with a little bit of butter in it, and then you stir it slowly until it slowly coags into scrambled eggs. Okay. It's straightforward. It's simple. It's fine. It goes well on toast. And you're like, yeah, I got scrambled eggs. However, okay. if you take a frying pan instead of like a saucepan, throw some butter into that, and then do eggs without milk, pour that into it like you would like an omelette, and then you just stir it and like fold it in, you get like way chunkier pieces of egg, and it's way tastier because it's been cooked on like a whole surface, and it cooks quicker. And I sat here and and I was like, I've been living a fucking lie. (laughs) 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 I was like, I make good scrambled eggs. Apparently I don't. I just don't. So. Life would be shit if you stopped learning stuff at 25. In fact, everything important I've learned since my mid-20s. Everything before that, I don't know. What was that? <laughs> like, what is the it point like, of the first 20 years? It's basically a trial run, which I accidentally forgot to cancel the auto-renew for, and now I'm just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best description of being in your 20s ever. It's just like... <laughs> It's like someone subscribed to me at 16 and now I, yeah, I just got to 20 and I just. And of course you forgot you were 20. Yeah. Did you hear Netflix um, are going to cancel accounts now? What? So if you haven't used your Netflix account in like a year. Oh, I thought you meant like a blanket. No, no, no. No No one has accounts anymore. (laughs) If if you've been like inactive and you haven't used it, they're just going to turn off your subscription and stop charging you. Well, that's, that's quite nice of them. Yeah, and, but they're going to save your information as well. So if you eventually do renew, you've still got all your lists and stuff. Like, that's great. Seems like a good thing. Is there is there a bad thing here? No, that was just a piece of information I learned this morning. You're just like that's oh. wow, that's pretty good. It's nice to hear good news sometimes. Yeah, good, especially good about big media conglomerates. I've done a I've done a cheeky search whilst we were chatting about eggs of uh, the best ten movies about ghosts. With it, like, featuring eggs, I feel like that would interest us. Um, yeah, that's cool. Oh god, that, fucking! You know when you go to a website and it's like, do you want notifications? And I'm like, no, I don't want notifications. Also, do you want to fucking do our GDPR? I'm like, no, I don't want to. Do that. Oh, here's, uh, here's an advert with John Mulaney saying some shit. I'm like, I mean, I love John Mulaney, but my cry. Anyway, GDPR was supposed to help us, but it made everything worse. It, it did. It did. It protected nothing as well. I got like a thousand emails, which were like, "We've been told we have to tell you you're subscribed to our emails. If you don't reply, we'll unsubscribe you." And I'm like, "I'm not going to reply to any of these." And then yep. I still get emails. Sort it out. Either way, yep. in IndieWire, a website I've never heard of. Okay. Um, not a sponsor. Uh, these have not after that sterling recommendation. <laughs> these have. These have actually numbered them. So this is a top ten. Yeah, this is more like it. This is more legit. Like a proper top ten. Uh, I'm Let's not see how many I've seen. I'm not entirely sure what order this is in because it, it counts down from ten. Uh, it's like it'll be worst to best, right? I guess. I mean, I guess so. Okay, so the first one. What's, the devil, what's number ten? The Devil's Backbone. Okay. Oh, well, that's it. That's 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 pretty amazing. So, so maybe that start. is number one. That's a strong start. <laughs> and a great ghost movie. I mean, I've never seen it. I didn't even realize it was a Del Toro. You should see it. It's really good. I watched uh, the the orphanage. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. No, it was pretty Which good. Which I've not seen. Oh, it was pretty good. But a lot of people don't like that film. No. I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't know much about it. Have I'm you good. seen... I know that Devil's Background was like the the uh, the brother companion story to Pan's Labyrinth. So they sort of... Oh, okay. I, they're not related in any way, but they yeah. kind of thematically and conceptually sit nicely together. All right. Yeah. Okay, so number nine. Classic. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm 9A4. Yeah. I'm going to straight up say right now that I don't like Ghostbusters. Like any so, of them? Nope. Why? Or is that a whole conversation? <laughs> that probably is a whole conversation. Okay, the first one's like, all right. Okay, so the problem I had with like, when the new Ghostbusters came out and everyone was like, this is terrible, you've ruined Ghostbusters. I was That's like, well, Ghost, Ghostbusters 2 ruined Ghostbusters, so <laughs> <laughs> let's not pretend that didn't happen. I mean, I enjoy Ghostbusters 2, but it, it also is not as good as Ghostbusters 1. <laughs> yeah, and the first... I, I don't know. I've, I've not watched it's, 2 in a long time. I think I watched the first one... Like Ghostbusters. Well, I just watched the first one again not that long ago, and I was like, oh, this isn't... It hasn't aged well, and I can't critique it for that, because it's not its fault. Did you watch it, it when you were older or younger? For the first I watched time. it when I was a kid, and I was like, okay, this is great. That's a, that's And then I watched it again when I was older, and was like, yeah. mm. Hmm. There is a lot of nostalgia value. I'll give it that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number eight, The Haunting, nineteen sixty-three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's I've, solid. I've solid choice. Solid. I don't watch a lot of horror. This All is these ghost stories. Yeah. <laughs> I, the problem I have with any of it is like, I mean, as we've decided through this, we're fairly cynical as people. I have struggle getting into those films. Okay. I struggle to yeah. like kind of get through the idea that this is anyway real suspending disbelief yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you, what you're like ghosts aren't real i'm not scared yeah um so it doesn't work i've not even heard that good horror movies are like really good because they get over that hump as well yeah but anyway, what's the next one okay so this is personal shopper in 2016 yeah the one with um kirsten stewart yeah um yeah i watched that that was actually quite interesting it's not a horror. It's not spooky. There's definitely what's well, a bit spooky, I guess. There's ghost elements to it. Yeah, I'm like I'm reading a little bit about it. Uh, so reinventing the boat ghost story with radical directness and modern self sense of self. My God, this mm. is, likes to be wordy about something. <laughs> Olivia Assayas' personal shopper survived a dicey Cannes premiere, apparently, to assume its place is one of the most affecting depictions of the grieving process ever committed to screen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't... is it ghost without Swayze? Uh, yeah, but with more like respect about dead people as well. <laughs> How dare you say that Ghost did not have respect? <laughs> if Ghost is on this list, I'm banging out so hard. No, um, Jack, you can't yeah, deny the greatness of the pottery scene. My God, like that is. I, uh, I can accept all the greatness of the pastiches of it, and yeah. that it had to exist for these to exist. It's got Whoopi Goldberg in it. What what more could you want from a film about Patrick Swayze? I could want loads more from a film than Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> That's, that's no slight on Whoopi Goldberg. It's just that she's not the criteria for greatness. I don't know. I feel like you inject Whoopi Goldberg into Ghostbusters. You would have had a hell of a film, Jeff. I'm, I'm not saying she's <laughs> making things worse by being there. She can definitely improve what's happening. But <laughs> I love modern modern Whoopi Goldberg. is great as well because she's just like she just seems to be randomly pops up. She's never where you expect her to be. Like you're watching something, and all of a sudden Whoopi Goldberg's saying, "You're like, oh shit, Whoopi Goldberg's here. When did that happen?" Is it the new adaptation of The Stand? See, I wouldn't expect yeah, it to be in The Stand. <laughs> she's there. <laughs> okay, uh, 1922, The Phantom Carriage. 
That's not spooky. It does. I'm, it not looks, fam- I'm not familiar with this. It looks spooky. Um, I mean, it's a film from 1920, so I'm guessing there's a lot of like double overlays of negatives going on in it. Mm. I think the word phantom is just quite scary. Phantom. I mean, the film like, the phantom like, is not scary. Have you seen well, the film no. phantom? Billy yeah. Zane? <laughs> like, tight purple costume. <laughs> I think if someone was like, there's a phantom in the shed, I'd be a bit okay. like, ooh. But if someone said there's a ghost in there, I'd be like, ghosts aren't real. Yeah. But phantoms, that's... Phantoms are like, they're out to get you. Okay, I mean, this is quite an interesting story as well. Okay, so it's a, it's a genre classic that still holds up the rudimentary eeriness of its special effects, which are magnified by the inherent spectre of death that now haunts all silent films in the 1920s. Um, the story goes that the last person to die is given a year, in a given year, is consigned to c- carry the reins of death's carriage for the year to follow, and the philandering drunkard by the name of David Home who was played by the director, because, you know, why not put yourself in a film? Learns the myth is true when he encounters his late friend, Georges, one New Year's Eve. I think that sounds pretty cool. That does sound pretty good. I like it when ghosts have rules as well, like in, yeah. uh, like in The Ring, you know? Yeah. yeah. Ghosts that follow a code. That's, I'm down with that. I like uh, a modern ghost story, which is VHS, personally. That's, you know, I feel like I'm if you're going to be a ghost, why I'm not just, just, like put it on an outdated format, which you'd have to go Scott. find a, a player for. <laughs> the HS is a spooky in and of themselves. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you give me a story and someone involves playing a VHS. I'm already, already fully. Ooh, no, I'm I'm like, this is going to be 20 minutes of the film. He, why, why, why is that? He's got to get the, uh, he's got to get the aerial parts. That's going to take him 10 minutes. And then yeah, he's the got tracking is going to be off. Tracking is going to be off. It's going to be like a good two, three minutes just clicking up and down. Cause yeah. Um, we're officially old now. We're already old, Jack. We've been old. How old have we been old? We hit 26 and we turned old. We should have been yeah. in a pub with flat caps and a pint. Oh, that would have been good. It would have. Okay. Um, number five, A Ghost Story, 2017. Oh, with um, uh, that, the other Affleck and uh, what, one of them. One <laughs> of them <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, yeah. that was like, actually, I hated it and loved it, which is powerful. That's a powerful That's set a of powerful, emotions to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end of it, it made me um, really concerned about my own existence. Okay. But it, it was not a horror story about ghosts. Is that why you hated you, it? Uh, no, I didn't like the bit where she eats a pie for six straight minutes on screen. But I mean, that sounds like the best part of the film. <laughs> yeah, Graham, you'd love it. <laughs> I, have a thing. I tell you, I have a thing with films where I'm just like, any scene where someone's intently eating something just captivates me. There's a, All there's right, a, well, oh, watch Ghost Story. There's another Swayze film. There's a Swayze film where he's like, and Matt showed me it, where it's it's, a, like, it's, it's called like a time or something. Like there's like a day, it's like 2.40 or something. And like right, all okay. these things happen at 2.40, so it's like 12 overlapping stars or something. Um, you know, one of those tropes. And he's he's stood in his house watching his daughter leave with this guy and he's eating a sandwich. And I have never wanted a sandwich more in my entire life than the one he was it's so it's like it's like a wedge of bread and it's like lettuce. And he's just stood there and he's just like nom 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 <laughs> you know what you're like, oh my god. What about if people are eating disgusting stuff? No, i j I'm just in capture capture someone posted Someone posted a video the other day of some guy eating a pie and giving a speech, um, and from like an old film. And it, he like he he's mumbling through the like the, the lines and the whole thing. The reason they posted it was like because you'd never do this in a modern film, like mm. because the dialogue's slipping out because he's eating. Um, but he's just he's just going at this pie, 
I don't. I just wanted a pie. I'm just hungry. I'm constantly hungry. <laughs> Great, and watch Ghost Story. You'll okay, love okay. the pie eating scene. <laughs> I will watch Ghost Story. Okay, uh, we're going. We're going to burn through the rest. Uh, number four, Carnival of Souls, 1962. Carnival of Souls. Carnival of Souls. <laughs> Carnival of Souls sounds like a B movie. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I I don't think I've said that. Sounds spooky. I mean, it looks pretty good. Like anything with a circus theme, I'm straight out. It was only shot yeah. for thirty three thousand. Like it had but, a, yeah. it's set in a fun house. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm getting more into this as we go. Okay, I'm getting less into it. This is this is pie take two, right? Okay, pie take two. Um, the others. 2000? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, that that was good. That's. Uh, I've not seen it since I saw it when it came out. So I was like, yeah. what, 12, 13? And it spooked me. It made me jump a little bit, and the twist was really good. But yeah, I mean, I remember seeing the, the trailers for that like mm. quite a lot. But I think that, they came out around like the same time as like Six Sense and stuff, didn't it? So. Yeah, around that, yeah. Um, okay, The Innocence, 1961. This is the best ghost film. That's number two. Oh, okay. No, definitely not. I've not seen yeah, it. So I, I recognize the title, but no. yeah, I mean, it's, it's from a Truman Capote screenplay, so okay. it's probably fairly good. Uh, it's probably fairly good. It's, pro- um, it's probably all right. It's probably all right. You know, Capote <laughs> was all right. He was back back in the day. He was all right. What did I watch with him the other day? What did I watch with him? Just sit chilling out with Capote. <laughs> it might have. It might have just been Capote the film. All right, yeah. Which was it was good. Like, he I, was I, in it. But, got, but not. Yeah, but not. I mean, yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman in anything is fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah. 100%. You know, Capote's all right, but Hoffman is Capote. Oh. <laughs> Capote wasn't the most Capote you could have been, but he had to be played by Philip Seymour Hoffman before yeah. he reached his true potential. That's how, that, that is how life should be, right? You should never be the full you you want to be. You should wait until a decent actor comes along and then plays you and go, and you're like, yes, that is yeah. what I want it to be. Yeah, I want to go to like uh, a competition impersonating me and to come in third place. Yeah, That's I never want to win the competition for me. <laughs> if anything, I want to be rejected before the actual <laughs> yeah, yeah, the And then I want to sit and watch all 10 people who could have been me and be like, you know what? They're doing it better than I am. They're doing it better. Look at that winning this competition. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be very me if I won. Um, okay. No. So the number one I haven't seen at all and I've never even heard of, but there's a chance you have because you're, you're more filmy than me. Okay. Um, it's Ugetsu. And it's a 1953 film from Japan. Uh, I've not seen it. Um, What's it about? So this is, I'll read a little bit about it. So one yeah. of the best films ever made, ghost content or otherwise. That's a bold claim by IndieWire. Um, but there is, there is a ghost, lifelike one, involved in a relationship with a living person whose presence takes on a particularly devastating significance, as it is with most of the Kenji Mizoku, Mizoguchi films. Uh, the real horror involves a woman living in a patriarchal society. The most re- remarkable thing about this late Mizuguchi masterpiece is that the ghost doesn't really appear until the second half of the film, but his moving camera mounted on a crane for nearly every shot grounds the audience in a cinematic space that is otherworldly spiritual resonance. The story itself is set in 16th century and adapted from 18th century ghost story tales by screenwriter Yoshikatsu Yoda, I'm terrible at pronouncing Japanese names, is a fa- fatalistic tragedy about delusional foolishness of two husbands during a civil war and the wives they leave at home to fend for themselves. That's all it says, so I don't actually know what the story is. I don't know where the ghost comes in or what the ghost does. I feel like that's not a spoiler for you. That focused way more on the camera work and the themes than the actual ghost. 
Well, I think you find the best ghost story is the ghost is really, you know, a side incidental. It's like Jaws, isn't it? It's not about the shark. I mean, it's titled after the shark. The shark isn't called Jaws. It's not like Mr. Jaws. Yeah, but it's not like whatever the like the lifeguard's name, is it? Well, it's not Brody, but it's also like Brody has a jaw. Imagine if Joe Brody was like the name of Jaws. Uh, Pete would have watched it less. I mean, yeah, no one went to see the Meg. So. I saw the Meg. <laughs> as soon as I saw the trailer for the Meg, I was like, Jack's, Jack's like pre-booked. <laughs> it's I, shark movies, mate. I have to see them. I know you do. I know. I, but I, I feel like I just prefer ghost films to be named after their ghost. Like Casper is a, is a, he's not on this list and I'm disappointed. Yeah. You're right. It I holds up as Casper. well. Like that film holds up. I'm just saying. Just, well, just I feel like I need, to, I need to catch up with a lot of films on this list. I mean, if The Devil's Backbone is at like 10, that's a yeah. strong list. Or, well, you know, so I miss it. I thought I knew some ghost fiction, but I... I mean, t- yeah, I mean, I feel like the website it came from has a risk of pretentiousness over actual entertainment value in this list. <laughs> like, yeah, so Casper should be on the list. Yeah, like, if if you took... Because I feel like you could take some of these films out. Okay. Like yeah. easily and still inject in good host good there's enough ghost films around. Just coming from someone who has no interest in ghosts, knows nothing about ghosts and doesn't Maybe I should make a top ten list of ghost films. Yeah, I'd be interested to see it. I think yeah. you'd struggle to do it, to be honest. I'd struggle to think of ten ghost films. <laughs> you think of ten ghost films? <laughs> I've exhausted most of my ghost film knowledge in just making jokes during this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You thought ghost film, you went straight to Casper. That's what he's saying. I like I went to Casper and I went to Ghost. Yes. <laughs> and both of them have Ghost in the title. Yeah. Yeah. Best film with Ghost in the title is Ghost in the Darkness. Ghost in the which Darkness. Which is, it was in the late 90s and it's about, I'm not, I'm sensuous Val Kilmer, fighting lions. Does that is it actually about ghosts, or is that just? Uh, no, I think like the, I think the the two lions are named Ghost and Darkness. Okay, and he, he battles them. And he battles it's them. based on a real story, but like is Val Kilmer up to the max? Great oh. movie, terrifying lion attack scenes. Imagine Val Kilmer and Philip Seymour Hoffman in a film together. Imagine Thanks. Val Kilmer and Nick Cage in a film together. Oh. Current Val Kilmer or old Val Kilmer, former. Both. We CGI his face. <laughs> three gangsters and two of them are Val Kilmer. <laughs> oh, it'd be like like a brother film where there's like twins, both played by Val Kilmer, but one's young Art Val Kilmer and one's old Val Kilmer. So one's kind of chubby and one's kind of manic. And then you've got Nick Cage just like on the side as the older brother. Yeah. I would watch, yeah, I'd watch, crap it. Out of that. Yeah, I'd watch it. Michael yeah. Keaton as the dad. Oh. I don't think I'd like it. I'm going to be honest right now. No, like, I, mean, I don't think I'll come out of it being like, that was good. But I would watch it. I feel like I'd come out of it disappointed. But then I'd buy yeah. it on DVD anyway. <laughs> yeah, which I mean I don't know why I haven't got the Meg yet. <laughs> you don't own the Meg. Did you not like steel box that as soon as you left the cinema? I should. I mean, I loved it. It was like cancel cinema. It's done. We've so, reached the peak. <laughs> they did. You know, twenty twenty. They went. You know what? Fuck cinema. We're we're gonna. Everyone's gonna <laughs> everyone should just go re and, uh, everything. What was the last film which came out in in 2020, 2019? 
trying to think like well color films i saw films this year okay i haven't been to cinema in a very long time i'm just Saying. Well, it was like 1917 was out, and Emma came out just before, and Parasite was a little earlier, but then it sort of kept rolling out because of the Oscars. Okay. Um, what was the, there, was, there, was, there was like, forgotten them all, but there was a couple of things that came out for like two days, and then all the cinemas closed. Ah, uh, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's got to be a terrible release. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm tr- trying to think like what we solved during this podcast, if we've solved anything. Ghosts aren't real. Ghosts aren't real. But their power is. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the power of ghosts is real, but ghosts aren't ghosts. real. I, as a living entity, will never have as much draw, mysticism, or uh, attractive enough interest for people as much as ghosts, which do not exist, do. Okay. I will always be playing second fiddle to ghosts. Okay. I feel like I'll never play second fiddle to ghosts until it's my ghost. Okay. And and then someone's betraying me in the film about me haunting somebody. And that is. And then you'll be like, that is the pinnacle of me. That is the pinnacle. Someone else betraying my ghost. Nobody put together the speed model. Don't finish paying Keanu Reeves. I need to be here forever. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman's ghost is playing me in the film. It's going to be great. <laughs> Again, I would watch it. I don't think I would like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the podcast. Right there. There we go. <laughs> Either way, Jack, it's been lovely to talk to you. That's been very nice. Go around it's the been sound. nice seeing you, Graham. It's been nice to see you in these, these crazy times. Yeah. yeah. Mad crazy times. Are you all like? Are you okay? Is everything okay? Am I ever okay, Jack? Well, okay, well, yeah. You've you you read you my just, book. You could have <laughs> said yes. Well, that's very true. <laughs> I feel like me saying I'm okay is like it's the most obvious lie ever. Yeah. Because you like I, you can meet me and you'll be like, yeah, this guy's fine. You know, we'll meet him, chat to him, and then you have an actual conversation with me and you look at all my artwork and you're like, actually, hmm, no, he's just great at pretending. <laughs> you're right. Okay, maybe we should yeah. ask like, uh, am I comfortable? Are you, fe- are you feeling yeah. all right? Yeah. Actually, today There's no I'm way of phrasing it. I'm lying already. I'm really tired today. Yeah. You didn't seem it. You were animated and wonderful. Because I'm great at pretending. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. On that bombshell, we'll round it out, Jack. Cool. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll talk to these guys later. I'm going to click stop recording. Nice. Bye.